A little over a year ago, Colin Roth finished at Pacific Lutheran College up in Seattle and uh, looking for an opportunity to explore missions along with an emphasis on third world development. And he, um, the Lord, um, called him to partner with us for a year of internship in Chiapas in our water filter factory there. And then you also know Sergio and Beth Matassa have been our missionaries working with East-West Ministries here in the Plano area or base here in Plano, but they work in the region of Chiapas as our missionaries. And so I want to just, um, I just want to say a brief prayer for you guys, and I'm excited to hear what God is going to share through you uh, for these next few minutes, and, and then I'll join you at the end, okay? All right. So, Father, we, um, we just commit uh, these moments to you. And, Father, so beautifully, uh, as Craig sang a moment ago, inviting the Holy Spirit, really, to be um, in our midst, to guide our thoughts, to our processes, to open our hearts to what you might want to say to us. Um, I pray, Father, that you would just reveal um, yourself to us um, this morning through the things that you have been doing. Thank you for uh, the faithfulness of, uh, of these that share this morning, the faithfulness of this missional congregation to embrace um, the, uh, the indigenous peoples of uh, southern Mexico. And so, Father, I just ask you to use their testimony and their words to grow our hearts and to strengthen our resolve to be a part of the gospel and its spread not only in this place called Plano, but in the far reaches of this planet, amongst people where your heart is already moving, loving, um, and showing yourself. So bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. Colin, jump in, buddy. Yeah, so I'm Colin Roth. Um, Dave kind of introduced a little bit of some background where I came from. Uh, and it was probably June, middle of June, when I s signed up for the year-long commitment with Beth and Sergio to be a part of the, um, the program and the ministry taking place in Chiapas. So uh, in an effort to re release some of uh, their time and commitment towards the water filter program and be able to fo focus on um, their passions for church planning and evangelism, um, I came on board for um, the water filter program. Uh, and essentially what that was about is uh, it, it, it has been occurring, been taking place for several, several years, but uh, we wanted to see a more sustainable approach towards um, the program in general. So as opposed to it being uh, giving away filters, building uh, a business's missions, uh, a pilot program where uh, we would be able to train a few individuals to use the filters as a means to knock on people's doors uh, in Chiapas and talk about how their water quality is in these various places. And in doing so, being able to build and establish relationships with various people and 
uh, have the opportunity to share the gospel with them. Uh, and if they're already believers, have the opportunity to um, disciple them. Uh, so these are some of the things that, uh, some of the highlights that, that I was able to uh, be a part of in my time there. So initially we spent, we spent a good couple weeks just obtaining our visas, uh, <laughs> and that was a frustrating process. But uh, according to Sergio and Beth and their, re- their years past, we actually, it was a much easier process than <laughs> some of the things they went through previously. Uh, so spent, spent the first couple of weeks making sure we were legally okay to be a part of the, the ministry. And, um, and then after that, it was time to develop the, the training and sales curriculum. So essentially, the people uh, in the various places in uh, a city in East Chiapas uh, called Las Margaritas, uh, and then a relationship that would soon take off uh, about in the middle of my time there in about March uh, and April is when I met a man named Pablo Jimenez, and I'll, I'll uh, be explaining him in just a, a little bit. Uh, so I, I had the opportunity to, to teach this sales training curriculum in two different locations in Chiapas, one in Las Margaritas and uh, one in Emiliano Zapata is the name of the town where Pablo Jimenez pastors a church. Uh, so I, I trained a total of six people, 12 people. 12 people combined, uh, and had, in addition to um, Luis Gomez, who has been a part of our ministry there in Chiapas for several years, we had three additional people sign on, uh, committing themselves and their time to uh, learn the mechanics of a, of a biosand filter, how it works, what it does, uh, and essentially teaching them what it looks like to knock on people's doors and ask how their water is. Um, I would, most people in Chiapas um, have, don't have the idea, don't have the knowledge about um, how important water sanitation and water quality is. Uh, and oftentimes the association isn't made uh, between symptoms, intense, intestinal symptoms or diarrhea to, to uh, contamination in the water. And, uh, and so that, that's, these are the things that I would teach these individuals is, is making the connections of here's why the filter would be advantageous for you, why it is a, 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 um, profitable for your health, a lot of times for their pocketbooks, uh, and, for, um, and for a sense of community uh, in, in these various towns. We, we would encourage people to, that receive filters to share a jug of water with their neighbor. Uh, the filter produces quite, quite a bit in one day, and so having a means to uh, extend a, the free gift of a jug of water is uh, something very impactful uh, that they can do. So, uh, so those are the, some, of the, some of the highlights that I would, uh, would teach them in the training. Uh, and so taking some of these individuals that um, pushed forward into the training, uh, we had my curriculum as well as uh, Sergio would teach a training, uh, an acronym called DEME, uh, Discipleship, Evangelism, Multiplication, Ecclesial. Okay. <laughs> I still remember that. Good. Uh, so they, it wasn't just people that needed, that wanted uh, to learn about the filter, but we, we wanted to see people use the filter as a means to share the gospel. And this wasn't so our, our, our initiative, our purpose wasn't, um, we didn't want it to be a secular one. We, I mean, we could, 
you know, we, we were in agreement that we could have had anybody been a fantastic salesperson, but if they weren't sharing the gospel and seeking to do so in a multiplication kind of manner, uh, that, was, that was our goal. That was something that we really focused on. And so these are the four individuals that you see on the screen that, that committed to do so. Um, Lesbia Santis and Carlos Morales are uh, residents of Las Margaritas in East Chiapas. Uh, we had some turmoil with them, just, just illness. Uh, Carlos Morales, literally three days after he signed uh, the commitment to be a representative, uh, his granddaughter was diagnosed with leukemia, and they, he was in, um, at a, in a larger city uh, in West Chiapas, bedside with her in a hospital for, um, he, he returned to Las Margaritas two days before I was going to leave uh, Chiapas, so it was, um, and I encouraged him in the conversations that I, the few conversations that I had with him, please be with your family, that is a priority, um, we don't want to pressure you to be selling filters and trying to take care of your granddaughter. So he was doing that. Lesbia was soon after she signed her contract diagnosed with typhoid fever. Uh, she was misdiagnosed, given the wrong medicine when she actually had salmonella. And so she experienced extreme dizziness and was, was bedridden for many weeks. Um, but she is, is an evangelist at heart. And, and Sergio and Beth have, have had uh, some good time with her and seeing a lot of fruit come out of her. So we anticipate that she will be um, a valuable asset for the kingdom and as well for uh, the water filter program in general. Luis Gomez is currently managing uh, the filter filter rentals in a, in a small indigenous community called Caracol, which is in northwest Chiapas. There are currently two filters that have been completely paid off. Uh, three that are currently being rented, and he is still pursuing uh, to reach out to other members of that community selling filters and using that as a means to share the gospel. So that is, and Luis is um, incredibly hard worker and a great heart uh, on that guy. He's, he's fantastic. And Pablo Jimenez, he's the man I mentioned earlier. He's, prob- he's probably the, the one of the four representatives that I connected with most. Uh, he was through a very... Uh, um, not coincidental, I think very purposeful, but just a one relationship building connection after another. Uh, had the chance to meet Pablo. And uh, the guy, he, in Spanish, he, li- he literally said to me that I get antsy when I don't share the gospel with people. Uh, and he spent probably, uh, it was about nine or ten years of his uh, adult life before uh, becoming a pastor, being a salesperson. Uh, and it was, it was incredible. Uh, I, I taught uh, the training to him as well as uh, six others uh, from his church. And within hours of teaching this curriculum to him, he, we were going around his local community and talking to people about their water sources and calculating how much money they would spend in a given year for water and how much the filter would save. And I sat back and just enjoy, enjoyed myself because it was a product of of the time and the, and, and the training that I had that I had um, spent in in Pablo's life and and saw it grow tremendously within a very short period of time. So currently, Pablo is um, let's see, there are he has sold sold two filters, managing the rental of five, and ex- anticipate selling six to eight more within the next month. Uh, 
uh, and that was in a month and a half of my relationship with him. Uh, he's, pl- please continue to pray for these individuals. Con- please have these, these pictures and these names in your hearts because these, all of these individuals, uh, every one of them had one thing in common, that they're passionate about sharing Jesus with people, and they want to see clean water distributed and accessible to, um, to their local communities. Um, so next slide. Uh, so as far as as far as me personally, there's there's a few things that um, well I'd say some of the, the things that happened to me in my own heart um, and being a part of such a um, a unique uh, and tremendous opportunity was um, I'd never done long term missions before I'd, I've been a part of several short term maybe week long missions missions opportunities here at Willow Bend but this is my first time, extended period of time abroad. Um, for under the title of a missionary. Um, and I owe so much credit to Sergio and Beth and their patience and um, leading me in, in all of their experience and what it means to be a missionary. Um, so this is the, the picture on the top left. Is that your top left? That is your top left. Uh, is a, um, a medical clinic that we had with uh, a connection from a church in Louisiana that uh, Sergio and Beth have had. So here I'm, I'm describing the instructions for some uh, prescription that this family is receiving. Uh, and there, there are days that uh, in a week, being abroad, it, it's one thing, and you can get tired and encourage one another. But um, six months, two separate groups came down. Um, traveling all the time, you know, it wears on you. And, and it was, it was uh, a privilege to, to have the... Um, the encouragement and the constructive criticism of, of Sergio and Beth to, to lead me in a path that, um, of what it means to be a missionary. So I, I mean, really do thank you guys for that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, top right is uh, me giving some instructions uh, to a resident of Emiliano Zapata on how to use his filter. I'm placing a diffuser box that has rusted nails. Uh, nails... Nails, when they oxidize, actually combine with the arsenic content that's in the water. And so a lot of times it's kind of scary for people when they open up the lid on the filter and they see nails in there and they get spooked. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, was, it was very um, it was challenging, and, I, and it grew a lot as, as um, uh, uh, how to explain to somebody with very little um, education uh, or understanding of just basic chemistry uh, what this means that this filter, even though it kind of looks ugly when you're looking at nails, it, it actually is purifying your water. Um, the bottom right, I'll get to the one on the left in just in, in a little bit. Uh, so getting to train others, others in, 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 in filters, uh, this meeting was actually in Emiliano Zapata giving a debrief on what the filter is, debunking some of the rumors and the skepticism that was taking place in that area, um, showing them the results of our water tests, uh, showing how the purified water that they were purchasing from their local vendor had actually been contaminated, and the filter, uh, the purified water from the filters that we were using had better, much better quality uh, than that water, and so it was. It was fantastic to be a part of something uh, to um, just convince people of, for for their own good, uh, giving giving them the opportunity 
uh, and evidence that there's, uh, there's a better alternative than the way that people are typically set in. Um, as far as the, the spiritual, uh, this is probably the best fruit that I got out of uh, Chiapas. The spiritual fruit was with those guys in the bottom left. Um, I'm a break dancer, and I met a breakdancing crew in Chiapas. And so the time that uh, I was uh, in San Cristobal, where I was stationed in Chiapas and going downtown, I think, I, I think it was maybe the first or second day that we arrived, and I saw these legs flying around in the air. And that typically means that someone's breakdancing. So I, I quickly, quickly came over and shook their hands, spent a, a month or two building a relationship with them, and the two guys, that they're kind of squished together. Christian and Adan uh, are two very strong believers and had the opportunity to share the gospel with them several times among some of the non-believers in the breakdancing group uh, and had most of March, all of April, and uh, May to disciple them. And so we would go every Sunday night when I was in town, uh, go and eat some tacos went through the first couple chapters of Acts verse by verse and just invited them to have open, honest conversation with me and just pray for one another. It was, it was seriously beautiful. And um, the last thing that they said to me, uh, the last Sunday that I met with them, is they, they said that you planted, you planted a seed in fertile ground, and we want to thank you for that. Uh, and it brought me to tears. It was, it was probably some of the closest relationships that I had in Chiapas. Um, so that is um, some of my personal growth and achievements, and I'd be more than happy to share with you all some, maybe some other stories over lunch, coffee, any of that. But I'll leave it to Sergio and Beth. Yep. Hello, can you hear me? Good morning. Well, Colin, we do before the church. want to thank you for your time. I know it wasn't all uh, ice cream and soda, but uh, I know God used you there, and uh, and he'd worked in you, so thanks for everything you did. Uh, And we do want to thank the church here for uh, everything you're doing, because uh, you are our sending church, and without you, none of what you're about to hear would have happened. So sincere thanks from uh, Beth and I to all of you for uh, sending us and praying for us and all that you do. Um, we'd like to start by just talking about the new relationships that we did establish while we've been there this year. Uh, we're, we're just going to focus on what's happened this year. Uh, one was, uh, Pablo Jimenez and Emiliano Zapata. Colin mentioned that already. We are working with him and several of his missions. And, uh, that's basically a whole, uh, I guess in relationships, I'm mentioning pastors or heads of these, um, organizations, but there's several uh, missions that uh, he's related to there that we're beginning to work with. And again, he's very dynamic, uh, not just in the water filter situation, but also in uh, sharing the gospel and uh, trying to multiply. Uh, we also developed a relationship in that same central Chiapas region with uh, Arai Masa. And uh, he's another pastor in uh, Pujiltic, Chiapas and uh, have some very interesting things to share uh, later on about that, that relationship that has developed. But uh, through them and the previous relationships that we've had, we did four 
church planning seminars. Uh, one was in Margaritas, Chiapas, the other in El Recuerdo. Uh, and then we did one in Emiliano Zapata, as we mentioned, and, uh, and one in Pujaltic. And what we do is, uh, Deme, Colin already mentioned it, is discipleship, evangelism, and actually in Spanish is multiplication, ecclesial, but in English it would be ecclesial multiplication, of course. Uh, and that's not a misspelling or, or, you know, a cliche or anything like that for those of you that are a few Greek scholars that might be among us. Uh, ecclesia is uh, a Greek term. It's actually a political term, and it means uh, those set apart for government originally, but it was used uh, in, the, in the Bible to mark those that are uh, set for God, for God's service. And uh, we're all called to that. So what this is, uh, this uh, training um, basically brings us back to that. Do you want to share something? Else? Well, yes, yes. Um, Deme takes us back to the scriptures that Christ gave us on how to have a successful model of uh, multiplication. And um, the result of the Deme training that we've seen is that people are living sent. They're evangelizing. They're, they're going. They're evangelizing. They're making disciples that are making disciples that are making disciples. And, um, and it works. Um, and that's the heart of our ministry. Uh, you can go on to, I don't know what slide we're on, if you just move forward to the, uh, these are the places that we've, uh, done trainings, and this is a, actual pictures of the training being conducted. You can move on to the next slide. Uh, that one there is actually in Emiliano Zapata, the church there at Pablo Jimenez. And go on to the next one. Okay, this is uh, what we've done so far. Is we've had we've trained this year 48 people, and uh, we've gotten three new churches out of it. Uh, that's all been a res- recent develop. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit more. Uh, what Demi does is it, it, it makes people actually go out and uh, evangelize, disciple, and teach them everything that they've learned so that those people would go out and evangelize and disciple. And it decentralizes the church. Uh, well, I only have a few minutes, so I can't. I'm not going to start a class here. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we're very excited about it. It really brings us back to what the Bible, Christ, and uh Paul and and, uh, and Acts uh, also teaches you know about God's plan for multiplying and for reaching the world for Him. So uh, anyway, this put to action, we have in the last two months started three new churches, and there's two more forming. So we really need to pray for this to uh, truly escalate into a real church planting multiplication movement. And uh, we're just extremely excited about this. Uh, uh, this is the kind of thing that we hope one day, whether it starts in Chiapas or in China or, or in Dallas, Texas, uh, will be a wave that will overtake the world with the gospel. Uh, so please pray about that. And uh, anyway, so that that is a demo training, what we've done there. Uh, continue to work with students that have been trained, and we're continuing to look for more, more people to... Uh, take through the training. Um, Also, we've done a lot of evangelism, and we've done that uh, one-to-one in various situations, but mostly through uh, medical missions. We've uh, been really blessed 
the Lord is uh, um, providing a lot of opportunities through that to uh, just open hearts so that people will be, uh, their spirit will be open to the gospel. And uh, when we share it uh, with them in those settings, we seem to be having great results. And these are one-to-one conversations where I think even Colin can attest to this. It's a, it's not just raise your hands if you want this thing. I mean, it's a serious heart-to-heart stuff, and uh, uh, God has really blessed us incredibly there. Uh, we did three this year, or three groups, uh, visited various places. One, we did a, an eyeglass clinic uh, with Presence Church, and uh, out of that, uh, we've had uh, over 20, I think it was 20 professionals of faith, in that, if you, uh, uh, well, and there's a picture of that right there, one of the photos from that clinic. This was very moving to me because, uh, as many of you know, I've had serious visual problems uh, in the past, and I still have some now. And I just seen the faces of people that were almost blind, and, you know, just providing them glasses could get them to see. Uh, some have been 2020 or close to it, and the joy on their face, it was uh, very moving, right? Colin, that was great. And on that trip, we actually met a new Mexican superhero, and he's here with us right now. His name's Pam Bimbo, right? Why, <laughs> Jay? Uh, we, we have somebody from that trip here uh, with us today. Uh, but we just had a great time uh, with the kids and all the, all the people there. It was uh, amazing. And then we had a group from Bridge Church, Louisiana, came with us, and we went to Ojo de Agua with them again, had a lot of a lot of professions of faith and saw a lot of people medically uh, treated uh, all kinds of things, mostly, you know, things like uh, digestive problems, worms, and uh, all kinds of issues like that. <laughs> Can I just say, sure. out, of, out of the um, eyeglass uh, mission trip that we had, there was a gentleman, his name is Adolfo, who came to the Lord. Um, Adolfo said that He'd been in church and knew the things of church, but didn't know the Lord personally. And so he came to the Lord, and we went back with another medical mission um, about a month ago or so. And the whole time that we were there, Adolfo was just hanging around Sergio, who was doing evangelism, just intentionally watching. He stayed there from morning until evening, and we were done with the medical clinic. The first day, the second day, Sergio said, Adolfo, come on over here. Come sit down with me. And Adolfo came and sat down and intently listened. And Sergio said, if you want to say something, just, you know, say something while I'm evangelism, while I'm evangelizing. So Adolfo did. And, and by the last day, um, Adolfo was sitting there by himself evangelizing, uh, feeling very empowered and and is going out now and evangelizing. And that's just an example of some of the things that happen um, while we're doing these these clinics. Yeah, that's that's great. That is a, really an incredible personal story. And it, and it shows that uh, God can use us to do his will if we're just uh, willing to put our mouth and our hands and feet uh, behind our faith. Um, we had another group from Landmark Church come again from Louisiana, and uh, did two, two uh, different places there. We went to Berlin, Chiapas, 
in Estrella Roja, Chiapas. These are two missions, uh, small mission starts from uh, Emiliano Zapata, again from uh, Pastor Pablo Jimenez. And uh, there was a very good time. We were able to, in uh, Berlin, uh, was a place that had given given uh, the church trouble before. And uh, the leadership there, the political leadership is called, uh, well, they're called comisarios. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the old sheriff from the Western movies. And uh, I make fun of them, though, because I don't get to carry a gun or anything. But... Um, Anyway, they are the law, and uh, they'd given the church trouble before, but uh, in this particular trip, the commissario from Berlin came to the clinic, and we shared the gospel with him and his wife, and uh, they both accepted uh, Christ as their Savior. Uh, so that was a great, great thing for the church there. Now we have uh, in, the, in the political leadership an ally and, uh, and a brother in Christ, brother and sister in Christ. And we're going to be going back to give them the Deme training. Yeah, uh, and then we went to Estrella Roja, another place that has uh, 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 been difficult for the church. They've had some serious issues there in the past. Uh, I did get to share myself with the with the commissario there, and uh, unfortunately, he did did not choose to share to accept Christ. But uh, but we had great results there, and a lot of people came to the Lord. But we need to pray for that man because obviously the authorities can. Uh, can create great obstacles for the gospel if they choose to. But it was an incredible time that we've had with all the groups and saw a lot of people healed physically, uh, being uh, aided with medicine and whatnot. And uh, also many were healed, many were healed from uh, that one disease that we all have called sin. And thanks to... uh, God and his spirit and uh, and our obedience to share the gospel. People heard, understood it, and received it. Many did. And so that's uh, one thing that we want to do is we want to give glory to God for all these things because uh, he can use anybody to do his work. It's uh, it's not about us. It's all about him. And uh, we are going to go back in October have an open invitation to whoever wants to go. We, we don't have the date set yet. We probably will in a couple of weeks. And we will be posting by the end of October probably all our trips for next year. So we want to have a just be clear with all of you that there's an open invitation for you to come uh, and uh, join us and see what we're doing. You don't have to come for a month or two months at a time like we do. You know, you can just come for a week and then we'll send you back home. <laughs> But if you want to come, like Colin did, uh, we, we can talk about it. Uh, but I think uh, Beth is going to just sum it up with giving us the stats as far as what uh, what else happened up yeah. to now. Thank you. Um, this is just the highlights of everything that God has allowed um, through this ministry. And, and please, as you're looking at these numbers, Um, Would you remember that you are such a part of this? Um, These numbers are, we are all a part of this. This is how God has used all of us and what he's allowed. Um, So you can see there's been 1,033 presentations of the gospel given, and we're really excited about this, 171 professions of faith, 
there have been 30 reconciliations. And it says three church planning seminars, um, but I think that that's actually four. We've done four church planning seminars. Uh, 48 participants have been trained in church multiplication and evangelism. That's the um, DEME. Um, we've had three new churches started, and there are two in the process, so that's exciting as well. Uh, three mission teams came from both Texas and Louisiana. Three medical clinics and, and one eyeglass clinic were held. 678 people were treated in our clinics, uh, given medical attention, and we have provided clean water by giving um, six families, four widows, four schools, and one orphanage, the biosand filter that Colin has worked on. And I also just want to say real quick, um, thank you so much to Colin because he did really help free up our time to be able to concentrate on the evangelism and, and the training. So um, God bless you. Dios te bendiga, uh, hermanos y hermanos, brothers and sisters. And we're so thankful for all of you and for sending us um, and allowing us to live sent. Thank you so much. In keeping with our tradition, um, you know, we place roses on this stage when folks come into a living personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And we still have roses from, uh, from our uh, um, camp from the previous week because we had three of our own here at Willow Bend that were a part. Susan uh, is back with us. They, uh, they finished camp this last Sunday, and uh, we had three of our students from the preteen camp down at Trinity Pines that uh, made decisions for Christ. But I'm going to ask Beth if you would. Uh, I put some colored roses in for multipliers. But we have 17 roses to add to, to that vase. And we dropped the microphone, but that's okay. And I'm going to ask Sergio if you would, if you would pray for us um, this morning as we, uh, uh, as we bow hearts together. Can I just say uh, to you, church family, um, we do get to be a sig significant part of this, and especially by our prayers. Prayers are so incredibly important. You know, because I heard Sergio mention, I heard Colin mention, that there is, you know, there is spiritual opposition there. You know, anytime you're presenting the gospel, anytime you're walking into a place uh, where um, with that intent and that purpose, uh, the, the, uh, you're going to encounter um, spiritual warfare and uh, but we have a part you know in uh, in claiming that new ground for Christ through our prayers and through our support so Sergio can mention names of these little villages which you know he mentions I'll never be able to repeat them okay um, because I'm, I'm not just I can't pronounce Spanish for one thing very well but but the other thing is, is that there are just there's village after village after village that needs the gospel, and um, and we, you know, we have seen God's hand on this ministry, continuing to guide us in ways to help us to discover and learn from every commitment that we've made, and we still have a lot to learn, you know. But God has has begun to develop a real clear sense of strategy through this demi training. And looking for those who really will become church multipliers and church planners. And that's 
one of our primary prayers is that God would raise up apostolic leadership in Chiapas that would, you know, that would so own the message of the gospel to not only begin to spread it, but also disciple and equip others to plant churches, spread the gospel and disciple. And, uh, and we're just on the cusp of that. And that is a real essential part of our prayer. But in every instance, you know, when, when, you know, when our teams return, God has blessed and there are people who have come to faith in Christ through the, the, the simple teaching and speaking the gospel, especially in the one-on-one encounters, um, because that's, uh, that's how it happens. One person, one family at a time. So, uh, so we've got roses Amen. representing real lives that God and God knows every name. And so would you bow with us and Sergio, pray for us. Let's pray for leadership, pray for churches, and let's pray for these that have, that have entrusted their hearts and lives to Jesus over these last few months since the beginning of the year. Let's do. Uh, Father God, Lord, you are you're so great. You love us and you care for us and uh, you pursue us even when we're running away from you. We all have a a testimony, a witness to what you've done in our lives. But, Lord, right now we want to lift up these new souls that have come in the relationship with you. Father, and pray that you would uh, turn them into uh, great men and women of the faith. That you would use them to bring your gospel to every last nook and cranny there where they live. Father, and we lift up... uh, those leaders that have raised up Pablo and Arai and um, even Julio there in Pujiltic, Lord, and uh, so many others. Uh, Lord, and just pray that you would continue to uh, enlighten them, to strengthen them, to give them uh, wisdom and valor and uh, everything they need, Lord, to uh, take forth your kingdom, Lord into the darkness and Father we also pray against the enemy Lord because we know that he is uh, attacking us and nipping at our heels but Lord we uh, we pray that you would uh, help us to stand strong and to go forth victoriously Father we uh, give you all the glory for these things that we've seen and done uh, in your name. And we pray that uh, that you would glorify yourself, Lord, and that you would uh, raise up your army, that we may all go forth and uh, win all for Christ, because uh, we know you don't want to see anybody uh, not sitting at your table. And we concur, and we don't need the Lord, so help us. Not just in Chiapas, Mexico, but right here in Plano, Texas. To share your love, mm-hmm. your forgiveness of sins, and your open hands seeking a relationship with you to all. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.